welcome to Storytime with Avant-Garde Books. I'm Sheree Hardy, and today I will be reading The Orange and Ginger Soapy Shampoo, A Bubble Story, Chapter 7. This book was written by Pamela James, and it was illustrated by Vitalia Streltsova. If you have it, feel free to read along with me, but if you don't, that is quite okay. Get in a very, very comfortable place. Just get relaxed and listen to Chapter 7 of the Orange and Ginger Soapy Shampoo, A Bubble Story. Chapter 7. M.E. Meets the Man on the Moon. M.E. floated along in the huge darkness of space. As he passed the twinkling stars, some were busy twinkling, glimmering, glowing, or flickering. Some would nod and say hello. Others would shoot past in a hurry to get to where they were going. And still others would darken right before his eyes, saying, Good night forever. And yet other stars would explode in a supernova and fade away ever so slowly. Emmy drifted feeling lonesome. He missed his best friend, Lumi. He stopped to look at a magnificent cluster of old stars. At least he was on his way back home. A small voice interrupted his thoughts and said, There is no way to count them all. I tried. Emmy turned around to find a boy with yellow hair standing on a floating rock that looked like a small planet. He had a rose attached to a tool belt on his hip. For some reason, Emmy was not surprised because in a bubble's world, anything can happen. Maybe he was the man on the moon. But he did not see anyone when he spoke to Blue Bubble. The boy with yellow hair said, I'm cleaning up space junk. What are you doing? I'm going home, Emmy replied. Humans are so messy. Will you help me spread this net to catch some of the junk? The boy asked. Rocket debris and dead battery parts beeping and making loud noises. This place is only going to get worse if we don't clean it up, he said. Emmy was stunned with silence as he helped this peculiar boy clean this area. The surprising boy suddenly changed the subject. I don't know much about the huge noises. Yes, but, he said. Emmy thought a moment and said, Do you mean the Big Bang Theory? Yes, yes, he said, cutting Emmy off. Exactly what you said. I don't know how much about that. But I do know who banged it, he yelled. Doesn't everyone? Yes, they do, he blurted, answering his own musings. Emmy hovered in place, mused, amused by this oddly display. You know, you should always look beneath the surface to really see what's going on, he said. See through one. Are you listening? Said the boy with the yellow hair. Emmy looked around, a little bewildered, and realized the boy was talking to him. Emmy wondered why he called him see through one. Yes, I'm listening, he said. The young boy continued. If you look deeply into the heart, you will learn everything you need to know. On his travels, Emmy had not met anyone quite so unique as this boy with the yellow hair. The boy changed the subject a third time. I remember the last time I visited Earth, he said. I was in the desert. A snake bit me. 
and I fell noiselessly into the sand. Would you please let everyone know I'm okay? I am with my love, the rose. He gently patted the rose attached at his hip. All Emmy could do was nod. He felt like he was dreaming and didn't quite know what to make of it all. The boy with the yellow hair was off again on his mission to clean up space junk. He floated away on the big rock he commanded. He disappeared almost as quickly as Haley Comet and Blue Bubble, vacuuming up space garbage as he went along inspecting pieces of debris and rubble as he shook his head from side to side. Okay, goodbye, see, through one, he said. The rose waved and blew a kiss. Emmy yelled after him, My name is Magellan Estefan. My friends call me Emmy. Bye, Emmy, the boy yelled, fading into the distance. As Emmy drifted toward home, he wondered about the odd young boy he had just met. Emmy saw his biggest obsession, bright bubbles in front of him. Bright bubbles seemed to be holding court with eight other bubbles, small ones, big ones, and fair ones, all surrounding him. Emmy hummed, do di mi fo fa so la ti do. Each bubble turned and answered with their names. The smallest bubble, closest to bright bubble, said, Mercury. The second sweetly shouted, Venus. The third, his home, a colorful blue bubble with white swirls, yelled Earth as Emmy laughed and waved. In a gruff voice, the fourth bubble said, Mars. The fifth bubble was huge and his name echoed as he yelled, Jupiter, Jupiter, Jupiter. The sixth bubble with lots of rings surrounded, surrounding her saying, Saturn. The seventh bubble, a very pale blue bubble, spelled out his name in a slow and loud voice so everyone could hear, U-R-A-N-U-S. The eighth bubble was the deepest blue Emmy had ever seen. He said in a commanding voice, Neptune. Emmy smiled and yelled, My name is Magellan Estefan. My friends call me Emmy. In a chorus, they all car- caroled, Hello, Emmy. A ninth bubble, not quite like the others, very, very far from bright bubble, yelled from a distance and said, Hi, Emmy. My name is Pluto. Nice to meet you. All of them laughed. As their bellies shook, they seemed to dance around Bright Bubble. Venus turned in the opposite direction from all the others and said, Together we are the solar system. Uranus, spinning and lying on his side, interrupted, We all live in the Milky Way. Emmy wanted to ask his new bubble friends, if they would introduce him to Bright Bubble. At that moment, each of the bubbles turned their attention back toward Emmy's greatest fascination, the brightest bubble, as they had important business to attend. Emmy knew he would get his chance to meet Bright Bubble, just not today. He drifted back to Earth and wondered when that day would come. He was happy to meet Blue Bubble and pleased to know he was friendly. Happy to meet the eight other colorful bubbles and the ninth one that was not quite like the others. They were all very nice. Emmy was glad there were so many bubbles to call his friend. 
He also wondered about the spectacular little boy with the yellow hair and all the things he said. But Emmy's mind always came back to Lumi. He could not ask for a better friend. When Emmy arrived back in the field of wildflowers, it was early afternoon. He looked for Lumi, but all he found was deep roots, with his branches hanging low. The field of wildflowers looked bare. He knew something terrible had happened. Where was Lumi? Alarmed, Emmy, Emmy rushed over to Deep Root. All right, that is the end, boys and girls, of Chapter 7 of the Orange and Ginger Soapy Shampoo, a bubble story. I hope you enjoyed this. This was written by Pamela James, and it was illustrated by, by Talia Stokesova. Please, please, please have a beautiful day, boys and girls. Take care.